Welcome to the Mike Smith Show podcast. This is your one-stop shop for all the latest happenings in BC. From breaking news and developing stories to giving the big headlines a closer look, the Mike Smith Show is here to keep you dialed in and up to date. Let's begin. All right, welcome back. We continue our live coverage and analysis here of the big decision here by the provincial government on policing in the city of Surrey. You heard the announcement live here a short time ago. Solicitor General Mike Farnworth, he makes a strong recommendation to the city of Surrey to continue with the transition to a new local police force, the Surrey Police Service. Here's how the announcement sounded just a short time ago. I am recommending that the city of Surrey condition continue with the transition to the Surrey Police Service. The province is ready to sit down with the City of Surrey to provide financial support so we can finally close this chapter of confusion and uncertainty. Okay, as Mike Farn were speaking a short time ago, it is a recommendation, right? So he did say that the city would have some sort of an option here to continue with the RCMP, but Man, he has put the city in a, in a straitjacket here. It makes it seems like it makes it pretty much impossible for Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke and her city council to continue with the RCMP, even if they wanted to do that. First of all, there would be no provincial assistance with the cost. Right now, he's saying, okay, you go what you keep going with the transition to Surrey Police Service. He's offering them up to $30 million a year to help with the cost there. But if they stay with the RCMP, the money gets pulled off the table. And he said they would immediately get hit with $72 million in severance costs if they kept the RCMP. Then he laid down these conditions. So you can't take other RCMP officers from other communities. You can't restaff the Surrey RCMP over all these vacancies in rural British Columbia. So it basically put down these these conditions here that makes it seem almost impossible for the city to keep the RCMP. It looks like he's basically made an offer to Brenda Locke that, that she can't refuse here. So the strong recommendation is Surrey Police Service. Phone me right now in the open line and tell me what you think about this decision. 604-280-9898 is the number to call me. Tell me your thoughts on this now. Star 9898 on your cell. Let's check in with Rob Rothwell now, former superintendent of the Vancouver Police Department. Very pleased to welcome him back. Hey, Rob. Hey, Mike. Glad to be here. I'm glad. You, I know you've been following the announcement this morning. What's going through your minds? What do you think? Well, I think it was a bit of a brilliant chess move on the part of uh, Farnsworth and the NDP government. I mean, here they're going to uh, get governance over a municipal police department uh, in Surrey, and uh, at the same time they're offering, uh, you know, this, this gift of $30 million per year to fund the differential between the two organizations. Uh, and so really they're not uh, alienating any of their voters. Um, they're, they're acquiring um, the Surrey Police Service, and that's going to implement consistency and fairness and equity, you know, throughout the region with uh, municipal policing. And interestingly, I find that, uh, you you know, it could be the first step toward uh, a provincial police agency, because if you look at the uh, special committee report on reforming the police act from April uh, last year, its number one recommendation was to transition to a provincial police agency. And so this is almost a baby step in that direction. Yeah, right. If they had kept the RCMP, it would have been maybe difficult to go in that direction. Or there's been a lot of talk from some people, maybe we should have one of these days 
a Metro Vancouver regional-wide local police force, and that would be difficult with the RCMP still in place, or would it not? Oh, it absolutely would be. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah. you know, this uh, this um, provides a roadmap uh, for the government to follow, and now they know what to expect if they try to transition uh, other municipalities, such as uh, Burnaby or Coquitlam, that are policed by the RCMP, over to a municipal agency in order to achieve that regional police agency or to even go further with the provincial police. It looks like the the conditions that he laid down for the city to continue with the RCMP, I mean, that almost looks now like an impossible option here for the city of Surrey with these conditions he's laid down. Would you agree? Oh, they're huge barriers, huge barriers. I I don't think that uh, I don't think it'd be possible, as you point out, to continue with the RCMP. The transition now really appears to be the only viable option, given those stipulations. And, you know, with the incentive of up to 30 million dollars per year for the first five years to fund the differential, you know, it's a win win really for Surrey and for the voters, as far as I can see. Yeah. Okay. let's take some phone calls here to see what people think about this. Joseph on the line in Surrey. Hi, Joseph. What do you think? because, you know, instead of coming out saying, uh, just continue with the transition, you know, he's putting her on the chopping block, like, not being able to take other officers from jurisdictions, yeah, staff up, and if she says, and she can, if she goes back to the RCMP, that's an idiotic move. I think yeah, I don't, I don't see, and he's saying, get rid of the RCMP, I Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph, for the call. I, I think he's put her in, a, in an impossible situation that if you were to continue with the RCMP, which which she campaigned on, she's got a majority on Surrey City Council, they say that's what they want. They say they want the RCMP to remain in Surrey, but, man, with these conditions that have been laid down by the province now, I don't see how that is possible. Christina in Surrey. Hi, Christina, what do you think? Hi, Mike. Yeah, so I, um, I've been saying for a number of months now, ever since Brenda Locke was um, elected and started talking about this, that the horse was not only left to the barn, the horse has died. So there's <laughs> no way to put that horse, that same horse, back in the barn. And I'm just really thankful that finally um, the provincial government has laid out the cost, which is what the citizens of Surrey, what we've been wanting all along to understand what that would cost, and that there, it looks like there's going to be a way forward. So fingers crossed that Brenda Locke is going to see sense and will just continue on this path. Okay, yeah, and when you take a look at the money, Rob, Christina, thank you for that call. Like, when we, let's just do bottom line money, money here. $30 million a year would be the additional operating cost for this new police force, but the province is saying, look, we're going to come to the table and help you with that, with those costs. So it looks like, it sounded to me like he's offering up to 30 million bucks a year to the city, and if they stay with the RCMP, forget about it. He pulls that money off the table, and then they get hit with $72 million in severance costs. I mean, that's a tough, that is a tough decision here for sure. Your thoughts? Yeah, that was my interpretation as well, but I think that this is a great face-saving opportunity for Mayor uh, Brenda Locke, because her concern was the cost of uh, going to the RCMP, uh, or sorry, and going to the Surrey Police Service, and now that cost has been offset by the government, so really, it's a bit of a win-win for the mayor as well. I think she can spin that as, uh, you know, tough negotiations with the government, and came out ahead with $30 million to fund the differential, and so it's not going to cost taxpayers. There won't be that huge property tax hike, so, uh, you know, it could be um, considered a win-win uh, as well by Brenda Locke. 
Yeah, it's a, he may have given her an escape route here, sort mm-hmm. of an, an off-ramp to, to get out of this, saying, well, we wanted to keep the RCMP, but with the way this has been set up and with the money that's on the table, it, it's, it's impossible to do it. That Maybe that's what she's going to say. Let's go to Lauren in New West. Hi, Lauren, what do you think? Uh, listen, uh, there's a point that they missed here. If the RCMP goes, which is a good thing, I think, then the federal government will be saving money. So the feds have to come up and jump in or put in some money here and give it to the effort uh, because they're going to be saving a buck here and there because the RCMP is not going to be there. So I think the feds have to come to the place and say, look, the money we had to pay for the uh, RCMP, we should give to Surrey now. So well, Surrey, Surrey was already Surrey was already paying for RCMP services. But hey, Rob, let me ask you this: shutting down the RCMP in Surrey, if, if this is the path forward, and looks like that's what it's going to happen here now, what kind of a what kind of an impact is that on the RCMP? This is the largest RCMP detachment in the country. Is this a blow to the Mounties? Well, you know, I don't think it would be perceived that way. I think it could be beneficial for them with the RCMP as well because they'll have a lot of uh, officers that they can reallocate to their shortages. I think uh, mm. I've heard that there are up to 1,500 uh, um, shortages across Canada for the RCMP. So uh, this might give them uh, some tools to work with in terms of plugging those uh, vacancies uh, either throughout B.C. or even further in Canada. So uh, it may be really beneficial for the RCMP as well. Okay, we continue our coverage of the breaking news here this morning. The Surrey Police Service, the new municipal police force in Surrey, that is the strong recommendation from the provincial government this morning. It looks like the city has an impossible option here uh, to keep the RCMP. The province putting down several markers and conditions here on that. There's a lot of money on the line here. Uh, almost impossible conditions for the city of Surrey to meet if they want to continue with the Mountie. So we'll see what Brenda Locke has to say on this. She has scheduled a news conference for, we believe it's going, she's going to be speaking at around 11 a.m. here this morning. So we'll see what she has to say. But boy, it looks like she's in an impossible position here. We got lots more calls coming in. Let's quickly check in with Anita Huberman now, CEO of the Surrey Board of Trade. Anita, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Anita, what are your thoughts on the decision here? Disappointing. I, the Surrey Board of Trade's position was to keep the RCMP and really focus on working with the provincial and federal government on needed infrastructure supports uh, to, you know, really support those that are dealing with mental health, drug addiction, etc. And uh, it's a bit of a non-decision also because okay, the BC government says they prefer the Surrey Police Service. It's the right pathway uh, for our city. But then they are saying it's up to the city of Surrey in the end. Yeah. Uh, so again, there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Why do you prefer keeping the RCMP? Well, number one is we need to focus on those wraparound support services. There is no evidence that a Surrey police, a new Surrey police force, will actually reduce crime. We haven't seen the evidence. And it is always business that bears the burden of uh, taxation on these political decisions. And uh, we're waiting with bated breath in terms of our property tax bills uh, in July. 
uh, we need to focus on those wraparound support services. And Surrey and the South Fraser Economic Region have been left behind on that front. Right. Well, he made it quite clear that transitioning to a Surrey police service here and away from the RCMP, it would be more expensive. There's no doubt about that. He said it's $30 million more a year in operating costs, but he also said that the province will step in here with money. So he's willing to sit down and work out some kind of deal. It sounded to me like he, they were offering the, the whole whack, 30 million bucks a year for these additional costs. Does that, does that not reassure you? Well, I don't know. It's all in the detail. And, um, you know, certainly our property tax bills, like some of our businesses have faced 150% of a property tax increase in each of the past three years. And so we have no idea, still a lot of uncertainty as to what's happening. And again, there's no evidence that crime will be reduced. Okay, he's he actually made the precise, the exact opposite argument. He said that sticking with the RCMP would actually jeopardize public safety in Surrey. You're not buying that? I'm not buying that. And uh, certainly, you know, we will uh, read the report uh, that has been released today. But uh, certainly it is those wraparound support services that we so desperately need in Surrey. Um and, uh, you know, keeping the RCMP, uh, you know, in, in Surrey and, and we're a border city as well, we'll always need the RCMP to a certain extent for those uh, policing issues that we need to deal with. Anita Huberman, thank you for coming on with your thoughts. I appreciate it. You take care. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Anita Huberman there, CEO of the Surrey Board of Trade. They wanted the RCMP to remain in Surrey. And she's not happy with this decision. Back to your phone calls. Marco in Surrey. Marco, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with your uh, last caller there. You know, first of all, like I'm an NDP supporter. However, they showed complete lack of leadership on this issue. Um, there's still the loss of $241 million in federal funding subsidies over five years, which is greater than $72 million. Every police department in Canada is facing recruitment issues. It's not just the RCMP. Uh, police colleges can't even fill their classes anywhere in Canada. And, you know, the Surrey RCMP were an established police force, and this was just empire building. And the province has always stated that they recognize the decisions that cities make. And they yeah. didn't give them a fair shake by this offer. And... Brenda Locke and Council ran on an election campaign platform of keeping the RCMP, yep. and they def- they should have then given them some financial support for separation, because in the long term, they'll provide $30 million for the next five years. But what about the funding after that? Yeah, like, right, right. There's still $241 million in losses in federal funding. What about yep. that? Those are great. Million? Thank you for... Those are great points, Marco. Thank you. I thought you raised some great points. Yeah, they're talking about putting money on the table. He did talk about five years of funding, but these are annual operating costs going forward. You're right. There's a there's a bill to pay down the road. Rob in Chilliwack. Hi, Rob. You get 30 seconds. Okay, I'll be quick, Mike. Good morning. Um, first of all, uh, pardon the pun here, but Mr. Farnworth there has uh, totally handcuffed the city of Surrey by this by the so-called recommendation. Yeah. You know, regard, regardless who they choose, 
they have towed the line of the federal catch and release policy for years now. So police are police. They're 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 handcuffed themselves. It's tough. But even more so, I couldn't agree with the caller more. The electorate have spoken, and now they're stepping on the toes of the citizens of Surrey who voted to retain the RCMP. And another thing, Mike, just quickly, why why should the government step in to help fund this then? You know, it makes no sense. What happens after the fact? Who's going to fund it? All right, we continue now with our coverage and analysis of the big announcement from the province here on policing in the city of Surrey. It is the Surrey Police Service, the new municipal police force. The Solicitor General here, Mike Farnworth, a short time ago, he makes a strong recommendation for Surrey to continue with the Surrey Police Service. He's putting up to $30 million a year in funding costs there to assist the city with the, the new Surrey Police Service. He says it would compromise public safety to continue with the RCMP. Didn't completely take it off the table. But man, you take a look at some of the conditions he laid down here for the city continuing with the Mounties here. Makes it look almost impossible for Surrey to continue with the RCMP. I got Hamish Telford standing by to discuss. First, let's have a listen to Farnworth here speaking a short time ago about the deal he's put on the table here for Surrey. Let's listen. This is a strong recommendation that is made under the powers that I have uh, under the uh, the Police Act of the uh, of the Province of British Columbia, under the authority that, that I have. Uh, in terms of the the recommendations and the City of Surrey, I think what's critically important is that the City of Surrey takes the time to uh, thoroughly uh, go through the report. It's 500 pages. It details the, the path forward, why uh, we believe that the transition to the, uh, the Surrey uh, Police Service is the right approach uh, and that we are prepared to sit down with them in terms of the, 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 the financial issues that have been raised uh, in the past. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds like it's a, an offer Brenda Locke can't refuse here. It'll be interesting to see what the Surrey mayor has to say about all this here. We're expecting a news conference uh, coming up here in the next uh, half hour or so. Hamish Telford is Associate Professor of Political Science, University of the Fraser Valley. Hamish, thanks for coming on today. You're welcome, Mike. Okay. I know you've been covering this and following this issue very closely. What did you think of the announcement today? On the one hand, I was not surprised to hear that uh, the, the provincial government uh, is tends to support the transition to the to the Surrey Police Force. It's very difficult to undo the decision at this juncture. We're almost past the point of no return, if not already past it. Uh, I was a little surprised, though, that this was only a recommendation. I was expecting the minister to make a decision that would be binding, uh, but he's opted to, to throw the ball back uh, to Brenda Locke in the city of Surrey, and we will see in, shortly if they're willing to play ball under these terms or if they're going to pick the ball up and leave the court. Yeah, I wonder if he has placed the city of Surrey in a, in a no-win situation here, even if they want to continue with the RCMP. But boy, the conditions he's put down here, the money issues and, and all these conditions, like you can't hire other RCMP officers from other detachments. I mean, it looks it looks like it's almost impossible for the city to continue with the RCMP under these conditions. Your thoughts? Certainly the conditions that they've laid down are very, very onerous, if not impossible to hurdle. Um, first of all, meeting the staffing needs of the RCMP in Surrey, not being able to poach from other jurisdictions in BC, as well as the $72 million or so in severance that would have to be paid out to the current Surrey uh, police force. So it makes it virtually impossible for, for the city to go back. 
Um, but theoretically, it's an option. And I think it really boils down to what kind of argument has Brenda Locke been making? Is this, you know, she's, the argument that she has laid out for us is that uh, going forward with the city of Surrey police force, um, it would be less policing at more cost. If that was solely right. her concern and the provincial government is saying, look, we'll help you with those costs now, they should be able to negotiate a deal. But if her argument or the argument of her supporters was more of an emotional attachment to the RCMP, you know, let's face it, the RCMP is an iconic institution in the history of, of Canada and the life of Canada. So if people are making an emotional argument about keeping the RCMP as the force of jurisdiction, they might want to explore those very difficult conditions and see if they can um, meet them. Wow. Okay. That's very interesting. Speaking of the costs, let's listen to Farnworth here speaking a, a short time ago because he did break down some big numbers here in this announcement. Now, he did say that going with the Surrey Police Service is more expensive. He was quite upfront about that. He says it's $30 million more a year, but then he said, don't worry, the province is coming to the table here to help you pay that, that money. He said, if you stay with the RCMP, then you, there'll be no money on the table and you're stuck with all these costs and severance if you keep going forward. So this is what I mean. It looks like it's an offer she, the, the city can't refuse here. Let's listen to what he had to say here about the cost and then I'll get your thoughts. Here's Farnworth a short time ago. One of the best ways to ensure that that transition takes place smoothly is to recognize Surrey's concerns that if, by, if you continue with the transition, there would be costs associated to that. And so the province has indicated we are willing to, to work with Surrey on those costs to ensure that they're not borne by Surrey residents or by Surrey, by Surrey businesses. And at the end of the day, the bottom line is about ensuring safe and effective policing for the city of Surrey. Okay, it sounded to me, Hamish, like he's putting $30 million a year on the table there. Like he says, those are the additional costs. It sounded like he's saying the province would pick those up. Your thoughts? Yes, and that would concede the point that Brenda Locke has been making all along, that the Surrey, a city police force would be more expensive. Now, yeah. if, she, if, if she is willing to play ball and negotiate, then they're going to haggle over the price. Um, is it really 30 million or is it 40 million? Is it 50 million? And how long are you going to continue to provide that kind of support? Uh, and that could be, uh, hopefully, the sorts of negotiations that we're entering into over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, he did mention a, a five year window there at one point that it could be five years of cost. But, you know, I've already had Surrey residents saying, well, hang on, is this permanent, permanent yeah. funding that the province is offering here? What do you think? Uh, again, I think that that is up for negotiation. His opening offer seemed to be $30 million over five years. Um, but as we know, having the RCMP as a force of jurisdiction, there was always a federal contribution to, to that policing cost. And um, if, if Brenda Locke in the city of Surrey is willing to go down this route, uh, presumably they are going to negotiate for more money in longer term. Okay, what did you think about his comments that if the city was to do, try and continue with the RCMP, that would place public safety in jeopardy in Surrey. So that that option is, is not a, a safe one for public safety in the city. I, I, I talk I just talked to the the head of the the local board of trade in Surrey said she's not buying that argument. What do you what do you think? Well I think the issue is where do you get the officers that you need to 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 staff um, the, the positions in, in Surrey when and I would he laid out a number. I thought we were five hundred officers short in BC. He said it was fifteen hundred vacancies in BC. Um, wow. and if the Surrey wants to go back to the RCMP, they cannot poach officers from other jurisdictions within BC and they can't hamper BC's efforts to staff those vacancies. 
So where are you going to get the officers you need to meet the staffing needs of, of the city? And I think that's the argument he's making. That would lead yeah. to questions of public safety. Yeah. Do you think that this is basically an escape route that he has offered to Brenda Locke, that this is a face saving way for her to stand up and say, look, I know I ran on a promise to keep the RCMP, but the province has put all this money on the table. They've put these impossible conditions on us. We don't have any other option. And uh, she can just say, look, we've got to go with the local police force and, and do it with her head held high and say that, you know, she fought for the RCMP and it didn't work out. If her central concern was financial, I think the province has has admitted that that they are willing to to concede that point and meet her objections. Um, But I think the province also wants her to capitulate here. They want to put the the decision, throw the ball back to her court and make the capitulate, make the decision that, yes, we have to proceed with a Surrey police force. They want her to admit that, acknowledge that, to try and better put this issue to rest. Whether that's going to work or whether this is too clever by half, we're going to have to wait and see. Okay, I love it. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. Hamish, thanks for coming on. You're welcome, Mike. Okay, we continue with the breaking news this morning. The provincial government recommends to the city of Surrey a strong recommendation to continue with the transition to the Surrey Police Service. Let's check in with Paul Danes now. Keep the RCMP in Surrey. Paul, thanks for coming on. Uh, You're welcome, Mike. Okay, I know a disappointing decision from your point of view. Tell me your thoughts on it today. Uh, Well, first of all, we're absolutely delighted that the long last... uh, the government, provincial government, have acknowledged uh, the city of Surrey's right to choose. Tremendous victory, uh, I think, for, for our campaign to keep the RCMP in Surrey, and also a victory for, for, for democracy. At last, the will of the speak uh, people is being reflected. Um, I, I also have to tell you that, that you know, we're so pleased we will not be starting a petition to keep the SPS in, in Surrey, so that's let me get that out of the way. How, we're, Paul, we're, how we're is, how is this? Out. Paul, how is this a victory for your side? It looks like he's laid down impossible conditions here for the city to continue with the RCMP. No, um, I, I don't agree. I've only been able to skim the full report. Um, there's, there's absolutely no basis for the assertion that, uh, that we can't get sufficient recruits. And, we, um, and the RCMP, I believe, have got a, a media briefing um, very shortly on, on that. There's a lot of misinformation in this report, and it's very significant, Mike, I think, that skimming through it, the first thing that's apparent is there's a lot of redacted information, hardly indicative of openness, honesty, and transparency. Equally on that subject, to this moment in time, neither the province or the Surrey Police Service have provided copy of their plan. We don't know the detail of their plan. They were asked to provide that plan by Mayor Lock repeatedly some time ago and separately from Mayor Lock by the police board. Chief so are you saying... Refused point blank. So we don't okay. know what their plan is. Okay, Paul, are you saying that you believe that Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke should come out here today and say, we are keeping the RCMP in Surrey. Like if the province has given them the option, it looks like he's laid down, the province has laid down some impossible conditions here on the city no, to continue again, with. Again, I Go ahead. disagree with you. The conditions laid down by the province are not impossible. The key element is that the, um, that, uh, the city has um, the decision now in their hands. 
they've already voted to keep the RCMP. I mean, they could change their mind. Highly, highly unlikely. Uh, And the financial incentives that are being offered, frankly, uh, are meaningless. I expect Mayor Locke to come out and say, if you want to throw money in Surrey's direction, well, please give us some money for some more school portables. We need a new hospital tower. Healthcare uh, is, it, it needs a big boost all round. We need this, that, and the other, all of which has been terribly neglected. I don't know if you've driven around Surrey lately. Every, every hundred yards or so, there's a pothole because we don't have the budget because we've been spending it on, the, on, on this uh, unwanted uh, um, and, I believe, unsafe police transition. So, oh, okay. I mean... Okay, speaking of unsafe, Paul, let me play a clip here for you from Mike Farnworth speaking a short time ago because he says keeping the RCMP in Surrey would actually be unsafe. So here's what he had to say a short time ago, and I'll get your thoughts. The RCMP have significant recruiting challenges right now. And with 1,500 vacancies across British Columbia, we cannot afford to make it worse. The Director of Police Services report makes it clear that backtracking to the RCMP risks reducing police presence in other regions. Moving backwards to the RCMP in Surrey could come at the cost of staffing positions elsewhere in the province. That risks impacting public safety in the entire region, including in Surrey. Okay, backtracking to the RCMP risks public safety in Surrey and the whole province, he said. Your thoughts? The biggest risk to public safety, particularly in the lower mainland, is the SPS recruiting from other municipalities. It's putting an unfair burden. This emphasis on where the RCMP are going to recruit from is, is grossly unfair, and it's distorting the message. The RCMP have answered those questions. They will elaborate further on it later today, apparently. Um, you know, we've had the SPS uh, poaching officers from BC Transit with murders and stabbings and God knows what else going on. I mean, it's, it's an appalling situation. It, it, there's no question that Mike Farmer has put in this emphasis and these conditions on to, to placate um, his caucus members or, or half of his caucus members in Surrey. They're very divided, the NDP MLAs. And I I believe, you know, if 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 they had a, I think that the NDP have guaranteed that they're going to lose pretty much every seat in the upcoming provincial election. You've got to remember, Mike, 72 percent is the average of poll after poll after poll, including polls conducted by Mayor McCallum when when he was in fact that support keeping the RCMP in. Sorry, the biggest danger to public safety is the, uh, you know, the SBS, who have been very deficient in being open, okay. honest, and transparent, as has, um, um, you know, Minister Farmworth. And by the way, okay. he is on record as saying many, many times, many times, uh, that, that, that uh, there will be no financial support to support a transition in Surrey. He's gone back on his word on that today. Just Google that. And the other thank thing you. you keep saying, thank you, Paul. I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump in there, Paul. In, in I'm going to jump in there, Paul. Thank you for your thank you for your time, Paul. I hate to cut you off, but we're just up against the clock here. I do appreciate your time, though. That is Paul Danes. Keep the RCMP in Surrey. 
Thanks for listening to the Mike Smith Show podcast. Can't wait for the latest episode to drop. Tune into the show live from 9 to noon on 980 CKNW. Want to reach out to me personally with a question or comment? Send me an email, mike at cknw.com. Thanks again for listening.